Hey, it's Jenna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. If you're a returning listener, now's a really good time to head to the podcast page of Apple or Spotify and leave your five-star review. Good morning. Welcome into the podcast. So, so happy to have you here on a sunny Friday morning in Nova Scotia, wherever you are. I hope you've got a cup of coffee. I, in my head, you're, you're sitting at home, you're, you're making coffee, you're making breakfast. Maybe you're sitting down at your kitchen table or your favorite spot in the house and you've you've got this on with you in the morning as you kind of do your little wake up, relax for a second, have a tea, have a coffee, um, and have a silent moment, and then uh, tap into some energy, tap into um, how you can set yourself up on a really clear, centered, um, spirited kind of path for the day. Um, I think doing this in the morning is, is quite nice, um, because I do think it puts us, um, into a space where our mind is set on the kind of values, the kind of mindset, the kind of spirituality, um, whatever you want to call it, maybe a heart set even for the day. I know meditation has done this for me as well that when I wake up and meditate for even five or 10 silent minutes, um, or with some sort of meditation music, that that just really clears things for me. And it sets me up to redirect to my breath all day, because that is how I started. It's kind of like clearing a path in the woods, you know? Um, it's like the more you travel that path, of course, like each time you go, you're just going to gravitate towards that path. And I think that these very small daily practices, whatever they are, um, spirituality wise, health wise, mind wise, creative wise, um, these little 10, 20 minute rituals, ceremonies, practices, whatever you want to call them, um, I mean, I'm kind of done with the word habits, but you know, habit, um, (laughs) you know, they really clear that path inside of us every day. And it's like telling our mind or our body or our heart or our spirit, Hey, go this way today, go this way today, go this way today. And the more that that groove is there, uh, the more we gravitate to it. But I do, I think it's so important to, try, (laughs) not be perfect, but to try to set us ourselves up daily for that. I do think it's almost like it grows back overnight or it grows back through the day, um, and overnight. And so while, you know, it, we can't always do everything every day, but I do think there is something really cool about taking something, you know, sets you up really well in some sort of aspect of yourself and seeing if you can do it every day. And if it's something too big, you know, like I'm, I'm at the point health wise where I'm not going to work out for an hour or two a day. This is like not in my lifestyle. It's not my capability. It's actually not what I needed. Probably be a little much for me. 
Um, but it's like, can I take, um, can I dance for, for a song every morning? And that gets my body in the mode of like, Hey, um, like it's okay to move. Right. And so I do think that something like what we do with tarot every day, you know, for 10, 20 minutes, I know I talk for a bit, um, 10, 20 minutes, what we're doing is we're saying, Hey, like, I want my mind on this path and I want my mind to be cleared for my spirit because I'm talking to you. You're hearing me with your head, most likely your mind, most likely. And I do think that this is mindset work, but it's mindset work that clears the spirit. It, it allows our mind to get out of the way so the spirit can can come forward and through. Um, so just a little bit about this practice. And I think I'm thinking about this because of so many things, but one is that I do want to work towards my health, you know, spiritually, creatively, these are things I can come back to. And I find it less difficult to create those rituals every day. Um, those tiny 10, 20 minute practices, but health is always, since I've had health issues in my late twenties and now I'm in my mid thirties, I've never been able to get back to a place where health was part of my daily, like movement, conscious eating, things like that, intuitive eating, but like being very conscious of my body and how I feel. Um, it, you know, it was, it's never something I've been able to get back to. And I think it's really interesting because Jupiter just moved into Aries and it's going to be there most of the year. And Aries is the Zodiac archetype that rules my sixth house. And sixth house is all about your day-to-day -day life. And a lot of it is like your exactly this, your rituals, your habits, your routines. So that applies to work, right? Like what are my work routines? What are my chores around the house? But it's also health. It's a big health house. Um, whatever you have in the sixth house, don't be surprised if it comes through as health in your body. Like I really think it has so much to do with your body and the flow of your day and those daily practices you do. That's very sixth house to me. And so Jupiter is actually moving into that for me. And I love that because that was always my intention when I got here and I've had more health issues come up. So it's perfect timing. It, it really did all align. And, and I love too. like Jupiter is just coming out of Pisces. Um, and that was all about pleasure and romance and, um, things were creating and things were birthing. And I feel like I had so many ideas at the very least, and I had so much more pleasure in my life. Um, along with a lot of other things. So very interesting. And, you know, Jupiter, we say it's the great expander, it's luck. Um, people think it's like lucky things and good things, but Jupiter is an expander. And I think what happens is with Jupiter is we start to see more. Um, when I think about expansion and the way Jupiter works for me as actually like a big core for me because I'm a Sagittarius. So that that's a big ruler. Um, 
is we think it's always luck. You know, it's always kind of like, oh, lucky change. But it, it's more about it's the changes in life that broaden us. And so it it doesn't always necessarily feel like super fun and lucky, <laughs> even though a lot of people say um, it does. So I just wanted to add that in there that like Jupiter can be some work. Jupiter can be um, this kind of energy for me where in order to do this, it's going to expand who I think I am right now. It's going to expand my perspective. It's going to expand my capacity for certain things. And so I just kind of really love that energy and wanted to share a little piece of that. So um, if you haven't yet, you might want to go peek at your astrology chart, see um, where Aries is in your houses. All right, let's get into today's tarot reading. Um, There's so much planetary stuff happening that don't be surprised if I talk about that a little bit here over the next uh, week. But our self-abandonment and self-returning card, here we go. If you hear like a clicking in the background, that is a little puppy called Toby who loves to scratch at the door, not because he wants to go to the bathroom, but because he wants to sit in the sun. But it's like really early here and there will be uh, like a ton of chill on the patio. So then he will refuse to go out. So I'm not ignoring this dog, um, (laughs) except that I am because we're uh, like I'm I'm recording this. But in case you hear him, that's what that is. (laughs) Real life, y'all. I really wish you're just here doing tarot because um I just, I just love these little moments we get to share at my home. Okay. So self-abandonment card today is the three of shields or the three of pentacles. I've got my Celtic deck out. And so pentacles is shields in this case. So three of pentacles and then our self-returning is the six of swords. And this felt really potent to me and it felt really, it really touched a, a space in me. Um, and this is what I saw that the ego, the mind, right? We have swords here with the six of swords and, um, the six of swords is usually a picture of people in a boat. There's someone crouched as if they're in pain or in loss or in sadness, and they're moving out of like wavy, turmoil type water towards an island, towards the sun, towards calmer waters. And so to me, this is kind of that ego mindset, that, that mindset of moving forward. It's just time to move forward. But in the moving forward, there is a sense of sadness of what we had to grieve in order to move forward. And the three of pentacles lends itself to that of why we are grieving and what we are grieving and the mindset that we actually had to give up in order to move forward towards the things we want and we want to create. And the three of pentacles is always about people coming together to work towards like a common goal. And so much of what I see here is about 
with the with the three of pentacles and and our self-abandonment you know we we desire we want we're waiting for i heard clearly today the clearest words that came to me are we're waiting for this we don't have this we're waiting for it to happen and it's all about teamwork and sharing a goal coming together you know, kind of pooling your energy, people coming together, pooling their energy, pooling their effort um, in that kind of learning from each other and, and working towards something, working towards a shared goal. This could be something you're creating, you know, a life you might want to create, or it could just be a goal of like, this is the kind of relationship I want. Or this is the kind of home I want, or this is the kind of business I want. Um, and we're waiting and waiting and waiting for this person or some unknown person to walk in or some other people to join us and to put in effort with us and to be a team with us to create this goal that we have. And so when I think about this with relationships, it feels like someone who is waiting for another person, I'm sorry, to get their crap in order and actually want to show up and build something with them or work towards a certain goal in the relationship or a certain type of relationship. This can also be waiting for help from the person you're in relationship from or um, people around you in your life, your family, your friends, your maybe even strangers. It's like you, you even expect strangers to show up and help you towards this goal. It, it the overtone is I want us to work together or I want help or, you know, I want this to be something we do, or I want to spread out the, the work. Like I can't, I don't want to take on all this work myself. So that's the overtone, but the undertone of the three of pentacles in this kind of energy is the belief that we can't do it on our own. And don't get me wrong. I am dearly learning in the last six months just how abundant, easier, full life can be when I ask for help, when I let myself depend on people who are actually dependable. However, there, with this, with this energy, it's not that. What this is, is I keep waiting for the people who've already shown me they're not interested in being a team on this. And I say that without resentment. I say that without anger. I say that without judgment. And so if you attached that to resentment, judgment, if automatically you heard me say that, and you're like, yeah, that pisses me off. Or like, yeah, they're like, I'm not going to wait for that whatever fill in the blank person or like, yeah, my partner's really dropping the ball. You've got some work there. You've got some work there because this wasn't actually a judgment. This was someone who opted out 
No, thank you. I don't want to work towards that goal with you. No, thank you. I don't, I, I, my energy is going somewhere else right now. Like you're going to have to figure out how to do that on your own. This is someone who's literally telling you what and where they want to put their effort. As a sovereign person, as someone who gets to make those decisions for themselves, you know, sometimes we resent or we get angry because we want our partner or the person we're dating or our family member or our friend to put energy into the thing we want to put energy into. And then we get really, really pissed off when they actually have other priorities and and in their in in their existence they've been shown to put energy towards something different and are we accepting of that because the 6 of swords says we accept we accept and we move forward we accept things as they are attaching judgment attaching a story about what that means about how much they love you how much they care for you, or worse, about how enough you are, whether you're lovable enough, whether people value you, that's a decision you're making. And it's pro- it's not even like, it's not your essence making that, that story up, by the way. Like, that's your ego. Because your ego says, ooh, It is much, much safer for you to get stuck in this story and keep waiting than it is for you to actually accept that, oh, I'm going to actually have to do this one on my own or with move forward without them on this one. If this is what I truly want, I need to just continue to move forward without them on this one, not without them in my life but without their teamwork on this particular goal or this particular, you know, um, whatever it is, whatever it is we're building, right? Because this is something real. Um, So maybe, you know, you want to do a bunch of home renovations and your partner's just like, I don't have energy for that. You know, I'm focusing on work right now. I'm focusing on, on this, or I really am in a season where I need rest. Or maybe you're waiting for your family to show up and and lend you money. And they're just like, oh, like that's, that's not what we want to use our money for right now. And you're like, well, I'll just keep waiting. Um, This could be waiting for friends to um, maybe like show up and start being more social. And they're just like, I just, I got so much in my life. I can't. You know, I, I've got this other thing I got to put my energy and attention to. And so you just wait, you don't, you don't go to the events you want to go to. You don't go do the things you want to do because you're waiting, you're waiting for someone to do that with. And it's a really sneaky mindset. It's a really sneaky mindset. And it keeps us from moving forward in the ways we need to move forward. And the Six of Swords tells us when we actually decide to accept the reality that people are are showing us and accept that, you know, we don't always get the teamwork we want from the people we want. You know, um, it, when we accept, when we surrender, when we go, okay, 
I'm not going to try in my head to create a big story. Someone doesn't have the energy. Someone doesn't want to put their effort in here. Okay, I accept that that is real. Rather than in your head, you begin making up all the stories behind it. Accept what is real and in front of you. Take it at face value. We have to start taking some things at face value, <laughs> you know, uh, it, because our mindset needs it. it. Our ego needs us to, to accept reality. Otherwise, it will make up all sorts of things about us and about other people. And it will destroy our relationship with ourself and it will destroy our relationships with other people. And so this is about taking that initiative to move forward. You might have to grieve this. You might have to grieve the story that someone was going to be with me in this goal. Um, or better yet, the person that I randomly decided, even if it's your partner, it's like I randomly decided that this person had to create this thing with me in order to do it. And we have to detach. Like if my partner at any point in time, I want to move and my partner's like, I really want to stay here. Then I'd be like, okay, I guess we'll do long distance again. You know, if that's how passionate and sure I was about the thing I wanted to create. And, you know, that would just be the next thing in our life. You know, that would be me moving forward and I would have to accept where he's at and maybe things would change in the future. Maybe I would change my mind and eventually move back. You know, like maybe, maybe things would change. Maybe we'd be long distance for 10 years. Who knows? Like it, this is about the acceptance that things are possible that we never thought were possible. If, if we just let go, if we just accept life on life's term, but still move forward to what we are being shown is for us and, and kind of the life we want to create or that goal that we have for ourselves. Um, and it doesn't have to destroy all our relationships, but lack of acceptance will, because we will hold that resentment. You know, the warning in the six of swords is how much of this are you going to take on as baggage in your future? You decide, do you want this as baggage or do you want to let go? Do you want to accept? Do you want to surrender? Do you want to breathe and ask the universe, just let me let this go. Show me how to let this go and grieve and move forward. It's such a loss. It feels like a loss, but you're going to find other people who are going to support you on that path. You know, you're going to find people who do want to put in that effort. Just like I was saying about me asking for help more and more. You know, I found people who were willing to help, who were willing to support me, whether it was emotionally or physically in the work of it, you know, those sort of things. Even like monetarily, like I had people send me money on the road, um, for a lunch. And I had somebody, uh, pay for a hotel one night unexpectedly as kind of, uh, just, they wanted to support me. Um, and so we find these other people that show up along the journey forward. And when we tie moving forward and the support we want to one person, that's a lot of pressure on that person to be the sole support for that. 
it, you know, if you're a parent, you understand how much weight it is to be the sole person caring for another human being. It's a lot. That's why mothers need a lot of freaking support, you know, and, and that's why it takes a village. And so don't, we do need to kind of separate today. And today feels like a really good day. You know, we've been talking a lot about rebirth, making decisions, um, letting our emotional reactions come through. And I think this is just another, another moment that's allowing us to move forward through a death and rebirth. And this is another aspect we have to let go of. I do really feel Scorpio energy in this. And I actually didn't look up these cards. I don't have it memorized. Um, But each of the cards actually have a, um, I'm going to try to look it up here, Um, uh, zodiac sign and zodiac signs or a planet really attached to it. And so... um, Let's see if I can find, find my link really quick here to this. Um, but yeah, you can look these up. So I'm going to look it up. Stay with me here. <laughs> I'm going to end after I look these up. So we've got the six and the three. So I'm going to look for those um, here. I just want to see if they're going to be part of our um, energy right now. Let's see. So, Six of Pentacles, no, no, no. Okay, so Three of Pentacles, this is um, this is our letting go. This is Capricorn energy. This is Mars energy um, here. Very interesting. And then Six of Swords is Aquarius. I actually can really see that. It's Aquarius energy um, moon. <laughs> yeah, our moon's coming. And and so this is like, it's like moving out of Capricorn in its shadow, which is rigidity, rigidity in our rigidity. <laughs> Am I saying that correct? In our actions, right? Mars is our action. And so it, it's, it's, you know, we've been waiting, we've been abandoning ourselves with being really rigid about when to take action and all the parameters we've been putting around, um, you know, it's almost like we've enforced rules of when we get to actually create. And one of them is we have to have this certain person or certain people with us um, or people with us in general. And then the six of swords being really Aquarius with the moon, this is about emotionally being able to move forward. You know, Aquarius is the one who always kind of moves forward and replenishes things when it's in its health and it's replenishing our ability to accept, our ability internally to accept things, to grieve, to move forward. Even if just internally we make that decision and then it sort of ripples out into our actions. So um, I will leave you with that. It's a big message today. And um, and and I, I hope it gets you someplace, but even if it's just in this moment that you're inspired this morning, um, great that's a win. Um, and you're inspired to kind of do something and move forward on something without worrying about who's got your back yet. Um, awesome. Awesome. So I'll leave you there. I hope you have a beautiful Friday. Um, I'm going to try to get the full moon in Scorpio readings out tomorrow. Um, they are 
fire. They are real fire and they're really deep and they're really blunt. So be prepared if you um, uh, don't like a blunt reading. (laughs) I don't recommend listening. But if you just love to get a little like aft up with a really blunt, hard truth reading, these are them. I don't, my voice just has transformed this week. Um, I feel like after two, three months of doing this podcast now, it's like my truer voice is coming out uh, because I am, I can be very blunt. I can be very deep. I can be very straightforward and snarky a little bit. Um, So kind of cool. And you guys seem to be digging it. So I appreciate you so much. Care about you. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow for some full moon fire. (laughs) Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.